your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday number 53, and we are going to drop not one, not two, but three Foundation Fridays on a Monday because I goofed up, not goofed up, but we didn't have a a interview podcast lined up this week. I had somebody lined up and kind of fell apart there uh, at the last minute. So to fill that void, I'm going to put together three real quick hitters on Foundation Fridays that are going to drop on a Monday that will hopefully help you out here this week as as we starting, start getting into the, the meat of our seasons here. And one of the things that we're all probably looking at is we had the best laid plans for months and months and months. And now that we're two, three, five, six games into our seasons, now you need to start reevaluating things. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about today is building your defense and the things that you need to do to build your defense. And as you evaluate your, your team's defense, where are you at and what can you do if you're, if you're not guarding at the level that you would like to be guarding at right now? What are some things that you can do to make that better? First of all, I think the the first thing that you focus on is your stances. Where is your team at as far as their stances and how are they guarding the basketball? Are they on good balance? Uh, Do they have their hands out? Are you a a one hand up, one hand down? Are you a coach that likes to get the the hands out uh, perpendicular here? That's me, by the way. Um, We don't want to be doing a bunch of reaching on the ball. Uh, I really believe in the Rick Pitino philosophy fouling negates hustle, and we're going to talk about that here in a little bit as well. So what are you going to do uh, as far as your stance? And have you worked on your stances? Have you had your team get down and actually practice getting into their stances and showing them what they need to do and your expectations as far as what their stance is going to be? What are you doing on the ball and where are you forcing the basketball? If you are forcing baseline and you keep getting beat on the baseline drive and you're not rotating the way that you want, uh, what do you need to do? Do you need to change it? Do you need to play it straight up? Do you need more gap? Do you need to force middle? What do you need to do there? Uh, off the ball in your stances, are you getting backdoored? Are you getting screened too easily? You know, communicate on those type of things and, and, and examine your film and see where your specific breakdowns are at. Uh, take it one possession at a time and, and you'll really see the trends in your team. Um, I also think it's important that you really emphasize with your team the absolutes that you are going to demand of your team. Uh, three absolutes on defense for us. We don't want to give up layups. We don't want to give up second shots. And like I said, we don't want to give up fouls. Fouling negates hustle. Now, for us on Friday night, we did a great job with that the first half. Uh, we cut off the lane. We kept the other team, and we kept our opponent out of the lane. Uh, we rebounded fairly well, and we didn't foul very much. And we were up four at halftime and feeling really good about things. And then in the third quarter, we had eight or nine team fouls called on us. We gave up five or six second shots, and we went from being up four at halftime to tied at the end of the third, and then we ended up losing by six. And so that's something that we need to readdress tomorrow in practice. Speaking of limiting easy baskets, here, you know, in my opinion, here is your list of priorities, and you talk to your team about your defense and what you want to limit as far as, you know, here is what is acceptable for us. And your kids have to know, and you have to communicate to your kids. You're, you're not going to be able to take away 
everything. You're, you're, you're just not going to be able to take away everything. Even your best defensive teams, uh, if you think Bobby Huggins and Press Virginia, you know they're going to give up some stuff in the full court, and they're going to give up some easy looks because they're going to get out and pressure, and, and that's going to work to their benefit sometimes because they're going to get turnovers and easy layups, but also they're going to give up some easy looks at the other end. What are you willing to give up? You take a look at the pack line. The pack line is built to take away gaps and to take away the lane, and you are going to give up three-point shots. Now, you want to make sure that those shots are challenged, but you also have to accept, and you can't get mad at your kids when they do give up an occasional open jump shot if you are a pack line guy. So what are you talking about with your team? What are, what are your priorities that you are telling your team, we are not going to allow this to happen? For us, we have four things, and we're getting better. We're really good at one of them right now. Uh, we need to get better at two of them. And we're we, we've got a ways to go on the third on the fourth one here. All right. So number one is transition. We really addressed after our first game that we need to do a better job of not giving up transition baskets. And after our first game, we gave up I think 22 of our 51 points. We gave up uh, were in transition. So we addressed that immediately. We went from 22 points in the first game to six our second game and to I believe zero we literally gave up zero points in transition our third game and then our fourth game we probably gave up four or six points in transition so we've done a lot better job with that and that's what we've emphasized with our kids don't give up points in transition uh two and number two and number three we haven't done as good a job uh we don't want to give up second shots which, again, like I told you, we didn't do a very good job at that Friday night. But we'll get better at that. We'll rebound better, and, and we'll get our hands up. We've got technique to work on there. We've got technique. It's, it's not an effort issue. It's a technique issue, getting our hands up, driving people out. And so that's something we need to readdress. Uh, the third thing is limiting fouls. And we've talked about our team, how we don't want to give up layups and we don't want to put people at the free throw line. Well, we're doing a better job, like I said, of giving, of not giving up layups and especially layups in transition. But now, especially our game Friday night, we gave up too many foul shots. And so that's something we need to, to do a better job of. And we will get better at it because the kids are doing a great job. And then the fourth thing where you can limit easy baskets for a, another team or your opponents is taking away their set plays. And a lot of people are just now putting together uh, the portfolios of each team. Uh, we now have two, three, four games at least on each team. So now we can really kind of get down to the nuts and bolts of what are we going to take away? What are we not going to allow to, to happen? We're not going to let them get this look right here. So those are things that you can talk about with your team and, and what you're going to emphasize within your program. The last thing I want to talk about is what you should be working on in practice. And, and, you know, there's only so much time in practice and you can only work on so much. So out of this list of about eight things, if I were you, I would pick two or three things to work on each day. Now, you can work on these two or three things one day. You can work on these two or three things, uh, two or three totally different things the next day. It's up to you and what you think your team uh, so I'm going to give you a list of eight things, and you take it, and you run with it, and do whatever you want to with it. But closeouts, number one. And for me, closeouts are high, high priority. We have to keep the other team out of the lane. And so we try to work on closeouts 
almost every stinking day. We need to close out better and funnel the ball into our help at all times, so closeouts are vitally important to our team. Second thing is transition. Transition is another thing, like I said, I just talked about that, and we think, you know, a mismatch is better than no matchup at all. And I know a lot of you guys preach the same thing, uh, but we've really done that with our kids. Third thing is guarding the pick and roll. How are you going to guard the pick and roll? Is your league a pick and roll heavy league? Is it not a pick and roll heavy? Is your upcoming opponent pick and roll heavy? You know, all of those things you can kind of start breaking down here. Uh, fourth thing is your post defense. How are you going to guard in the post? Are you going to go straight up? Are you going to full front? Are you going to play behind? Uh, but that's something to think about that you need to be working on. Are you going to double down if you're going to play behind and double down? Are you going to three-quarter top side? What are all the things that you're going to do? Uh, fifth thing, taking away catch-and-shoot kids and communicating on that. We're going to get out high on catch-and-shoot kids. We're going to make those kids shoot off the bounce. Uh, sixth thing is rebounding. Are you going to take? A, are you going to set a, a time aside for just specific rebounding drills that day? Seventh thing is disadvantage drills. Uh, three on two plus one. Three on one plus two. Uh, one that's been talked about quite a few times on our, our podcast uh, by different names. I call it call the name transition. I believe Eric Barron's from Omaha Central. Five on three plus two. You know, there's a lot of different names for it. Uh, but transition and disadvantage. Uh, maybe you could do, let's say you're playing a team with four, uh, they're going to have a lot of shooters on the floor at all times. So maybe you go four versus three, four offensive players, three defensive players, and the offensive players aren't allowed to, to, to uh, dribble, but they can, but they can uh, pass the ball around and they're looking for the open shot. And your three defenders have to really communicate and take away the catch and shoot from those four kids that are out there on the floor. And then the last thing uh, is press and, and pressuring the basketball. Uh, that's something that obviously you can work on. Uh, you could pick a day or maybe you're a pressing team and you're going to work on it every day. Again, it depends on your team, your philosophy. But those are some things that you could pick out. And again, you can't do all eight of those things in one day. Um, you probably can't. I shouldn't say that. I guess you probably could if you really wanted to. But uh, to get really good at it, you know, pick two or three of those things this day, tomorrow, during tomorrow's practice or whatever it may be, so that you are better prepared for your next opponent. So, again, uh, building your defense here, Foundation Friday number 53. Uh, if you're listening, you're on iTunes or SoundCloud. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, like, rate, review, give us five stars. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or ideas, email me, a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. Or, Look us up on Twitter. Follow us on the Twitter handle, a pen and a napkin. We try to put out daily coaching tidbits there. And I'm nearing the winter break, so I'll be able to put a lot more stuff out there that I've been meaning to put on. Uh, just been crazy kind of teaching and getting back into the to the whole coaching thing and finding a rhythm there. So uh, definitely intend to put more on the Twitter handle on a daily basis. So, coaches, as always, let's pray for peace, let's stay safe, and let's be sure to own our craft.